2: Welcome to the Dr. Pat show, talk radio to thrive by powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey everybody, super duper welcome. Welcome you to the Dr. Pat show. This is talk radio to thrive by. It's great to have you all here. Yeah. Give a shout out for everybody. Yay! Welcome uh, to the Dr. Pat show, everyone. This is talk radio to thrive by. For those of you that are listening to the show, I just want to let you know that you can go to the Dr. or TransformationTalkradio.com, sign up for a newsletter and then you get the scoop, the upfront information on who the guests are, um, live call in shows, uh, what the giveaways are for the week. I mean, it's, it's just like all there. So thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. Hello, Mr. B. Good day. How you be today? I'd be good. I'd be good too. I'd be I'd be moving my machine around. Had a little emergency today, though. Everything all right? Everything's okay. Well, that's good. I didn't know they were coming to put in our business line today. Hmm. Our business internet in the in the office. It's pretty big deal. It's a big deal. So you, you think? Missed the how schedule would you day. Not- that? I mean, point. is kind of like? That's right. Missed. I have a phone number at home, okay, in, in in the office, right? And But it's a number I don't use that much, right? I've got it there. I like to make calls out. Mm-hmm. But I rarely listen to it to see if I have messages. Ah, And the only people that would have that number would be the service provider, Comcast. And so, lo and behold, they are coming today as we speak. <laughs> Had to pull stuff out of closets and make room for the big cable in the sky.
3: <laughs> so to speak.
2: So to speak. Oh, my gosh. What a great day it is, right? Mm-hmm. You know, can you believe it's like almost, guess what, April 1st? I know. It's getting close. I love that day. I love April 1st. It has always been a very important day for me. I've had a lot of really cool things happen on that day. Very, very cool things. But, you know, what's the, it's the April Fool's thing. So, you know, like people do these April Fool's jokes.
3: Some For, people have been known do to do Do you that. do that? I have been known to yeah, yes. I know you've
2: been known to do it. But I, I'm a kinder, gentler person later on in my life here. So.
3: <laughs> that right?
2: I'm only going to do a couple, like on Linda. I'm going to do a Linda joke. Well, she's
3: listening. So she's she's going to expect it. She, now, I don't so think she's listening right I would now. Just, I would honestly be quiet.
2: I, I don't think she's listening now because she was out and about. She's just never got back. Know. Oh, yeah. There we go. You're uh, heard
3: worldwide, you know. So.
2: Oh, that's true. Okay. So now the message people, can get back to her. The around. message will get back to her. Isn't that funny how that happens? The message will get back. Well, we got a great show, Benny. Got a great show today. Yep. We're going to be talking about the 12 Gifts series with uh, a very, very special guest, uh, my very special guest, author of the book Touchstones. And actually, we're going to hear a lot about Touchstones in a minute, uh, Charlene Costanzo. And what we're going to do is we're going to be chatting with uh, Charlene in a moment. But before we do, I think we need to hit up my buddy, Heidi Bayer.
3: Now, here's Dr. Pat's prosperity message of the day.
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh Oh, here we go. Here's a good one. For those of you that have been doing what I've been doing to get ready for the spring and summer, like when you pull out those clothes, those summer clothes, the bathing suit, you're pulling out the clothes you wore last year. You're trying to figure out if they fit okay. if you're actually going to wear them out in public. This card is for all of you out there that are digging in your closets, trying to figure out, do I feel good about myself? That's today's card. Prosperity law number 13. Heidi Bayer created these cards. These are the prosperity cards. I feel good. I feel a James Brown song coming on. I feel good about myself. I feel good about myself. When you feel good about yourself, the world becomes a more beautiful place. You realize that you need nothing but the present moment to be satisfied. Go within and appreciate the timeless essence. That is you. I love that phrase, the timeless essence that is you. That is our card uh, from Heidi today. So for those of you out there, you know, what do you think about in your life in terms of the things that inspire you? You know, what is it about the symbols that you come across on your day-to-day activities that you, you, you know they're important to you? You know there are things in your life that will help you connect to your higher s- source. But what is it about this term touchstone? And what are touchstone stories? Today, we're going to get to chat with Charlene a little bit about what she has discovered. Uh, she is the author of the award-winning best-selling book, The Twelve Gifts of Birth. And she's joining us here today. You're going to hear about her story. You're going to hear about what it is about her life that so inspires her to step out into the world in a different way to help other people. And today, we're so thrilled to have um, her joining us on on, on the show. And I have her book right in front of me. We're going to be talking about these stories for Living the 12 Gifts. You know, she is somebody that knows a lot about challenges, a lot about moving beyond, you know, some of the things that would hold us back and to step into our truly amazing lives. Charlene, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here.
0: Thank you, Pat. I'm happy to be here.
2: It's good to have you here. Yay!
0: Yay! So I'm going to try to tune my energy up to yours. <laughs> I'm feeling a little mellow, especially after that prosperity card. I'm, Wasn't I'm that a like, good card? Sweet essence here, yeah, but, but wow, I've got to
2: tune up, dial up to your energy. It is really great. You know, it is one of these things that that you and I share a couple of things in common, which we're going to talk about here in a minute. Um, But I've spent a lot of time in my life, if you consider the whole lifespan so far, right? Uh, There has been a lot of years that have been spent worrying, feeling miserable about myself, feeling down, you know, having a lot of pity parties uh, around the place. But, you know, what is it, though, that that has happened to you in your life? To help you make an incredible transformation, not only about who you are, but about your gifts and and about the way you look at life, to be able to create, you know, such beautiful stories, to be able to bring those to the forefront. What have you had to overcome?
0: Um, you know, it's interesting, Pat, what has led me through to, um, to a, a more expansive place, or, it, when I look back, it's actually the difficult times, the challenges. It's breaking through. I guess I want to use your term here, crust. I, and <laughs> I'm sure I have more crust to break through yet in the future, but I feel like I've broken through, you know, some crusty times and places, and when I felt small, um, you know, something has happened to really help open me up. And um, one of the, two of the, uh, I'd like to mention two of the things Um The thing that helped me to write my first book was actually I had an experience when my, oh, it was in the late 80s, my children, my daughters were teenagers, and I had this wake-up, shake-up kind of experience one day in my kitchen. I was simply putting dishes away. My children weren't home from school yet, from high school, and I had this realization that how quickly their growing up years had passed by, and it was like I had a partial life review like I saw parts of my life as a mother and I had these little moments I saw their little faces when they were maybe six and seven and going mommy mommy wanting to do something but I was trying to cook and do laundry at the same time and juggle this and that and I half listened like not all of them were really some of them were times when I said oh I could I could have been a better mother I could have made a better choice at that time Some of them were just real, you know, realizing that I hadn't always been fully present. Whatever. Anyway, I couldn't couldn't even put into words. I just knew it was this big realization that every day is precious, and the most valuable thing I could be doing for my children that we could all give to each other is just love. Mm. And and then I I asked myself, "Have I been a good mother?" And my answer was kind of yes, but so anyway, I had a little suffering about that. Some regrets. Some. And then I realized, I said, well, I can't change the past. What can I do now? And I was inspired as I was sleeping, actually. I woke up one morning with the story of the 12 Gifts of Birth, which tells is a, f- a fable or fairy tale about uh, the messages about the gifts we're all born with that got me started on this whole 12 Gifts kind of um, journey that I'm, I'm writing always about the 12 Gifts. But I made a handmade book for them. I realized it's powerful I I knew that I need to hear this message again and again, be reminded of what I have within me, and I worked to get that published. That was the first thing. The second one was, uh, oh, in um, the late, uh, gosh, what am I say? I'm glad it's in the past. Yeah. I put it in the past. I forgot about it. But about 14 years ago, I faced cancer. Now, yeah. that was a biggie. That yeah. was a more, you know, a bigger challenge. But, you know, that also led me to a new
2: place. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, what I love about this is, you know, when we think about our lives in this way, right, I mean, the physical challenges I've had, the physical challenge you're talking about, there's a moment that I think we we get to. And, and I, I I don't want to just um, I don't want to minimize this for people, but there are moments we get to on our healing journey, aren't, aren't there, Charlene, where it's almost as if a light bulb has gone on. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, Yeah. Yeah. We have ahas. They're ahas. And, you know, it's interesting because I don't know about you, and I want to talk about this when we come back from break, but, you know, my aha moments have been in in the moments of complete and utter surrender and frustration, if you know what I mean. I sure do. When you get to the end, right, and you just say, oh. I'm not going to be able to solve this at my level. I, I'm, I'm just not. And I don't know about you, but, you know, I reach for prayer. You know, I reached for, you know, the things that I knew as a child that were comforting to me. I would love to talk to you about this. We're going to take a short break when we come back. You know, Charlene and I, we're going to talk about touchstones and what are they? I have one actually right here in front of me. It's so beautiful. What are they? And we're going to talk about why we are drawn to these amazing, amazing touchstones. What are they? How are they different? And, you know, then other stones that we might pick up here and there. And then what is it about telling stories that is so powerful for us to use as examples? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with The Dr. Pat Show. We are giving birth today. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to ask that you submit a short story to make a difference in someone's life, someone that you care about, someone who could benefit from the care that Wellness One provides. And for that person, Wellness One is going to donate their services not just to one person, but to several people over time. This decision will be based on the heartfelt sharing of what you write, on what you say that that individual needs. They won't be sharing this story with anyone. It will be completely confidential. Dr. Thane, I would love for you to let folks know the best way to submit their story
0: go ahead and send it to my email. It's going to be Dr. Thane's D-R-T is Tom H-A-I-N is Nancy at wellness1 that's
1: W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S O-N-E dot net.
0: Are you frustrated by what's happening for you around sex and relationships? Do you long for something different without knowing how to create it? Susan Lazar Hart of Right Relationship For You provides a fresh point of view and practical tools in a light, fun, funny, irreverent, and ultimately life-changing way. Get ready for a new possibility. Visit us at com. That's com. Hi, this is Dr. Pat.
2: That's Naked Truth and check out Camano Island Coffee Roasters. yes indeed will you still be doing that and you know i'd have to change a couple of words in that song instead of many years i've got to be changing it to like a few years benny thank you so much hey, for age is only that. A number, really. it, it is funny. only oh, a got to number it is only i know i'm telling you went to the gym yesterday and how'd it go i was pleasantly surprised
3: what's that supposed to
2: mean that means i'm actually stronger than i thought i was oh, well, i've been mean, laying off. I, I had to lay off it for you know like uh 15 it's months. all
3: those twelve ounce curls you're doing, right? Uh, twelve ounce, curls, yeah. That, beers, thank you very much. Beer, okay. That's right. That's what I'm I doing. have
2: to tell you now. What shocks me is all this new equipment in the gym. <laughs> it is a all intimidating, of isn't it? All these metal balls you're throwing around, and all these ropes, and all this crazy new. You know, the equipment reminds me of a kid growing up and climbing on the monkey bars. And I, I had to say, I said to my trainer, you know, I said, I said, you know what? I, I we need to go a little old school here. Not exactly feeling the love. Well, you're not going to get little. any
3: stronger, or, or your body won't. You know, get any. I guess um, more. Uh, I guess they'll get used to. Be kind to me. The same.
2: <laughs> be kind to me.
3: Equipment's changing because the body's getting used to the the same styles oh, of exercises, okay. so they're changing it up. So okay. it, you'd be surprised. Like you know, you think one machine does the same as the next. It really does no, do something doesn't. different than the next because it works a different muscle group.
2: I know because you're in the gym now too.
3: At uh, three AM.
2: Oh my God. I did
3: skip today though. Okay. I did a lot of how you I, yeah. Okay, yard work yesterday and I yeah, yeah I was out there. Yeah, that
2: was days. exercising yesterday, honey. That was the day. I to doubled do it. it up because Hallelujah I went to the gym. On know, right. Hallelujah on you. Hallelujah on you. That was good. But let's just deep. say I went to the gym for you. Oh okay, thank you. There we go. I appreciate
3: that. Can hey, you every, do it again for me tomorrow? I, thank actually
2: you. yes. Thank you. I, I am going that. tomorrow God. again. I will do it for you tomorrow. I'm off the hook. That's it. There we go. And then you do the yard work for me. (laughs) All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Yes, Charlene Costanzo joining me here today. We're talking about touchstones, really kind of an incredible journey. Um, And if you're watching on the camera, you're going to see that I have one here in my hand. And I'll try to hold it up so that we can see it. It's a little teeny weeny, but that's all right. Um, And I love, love, uh uh-oh, we're going to do a Zoom. You're going to do that? You got it? Okay, good. And I love the feel of these. Uh, Charlene, thank you for joining me here today. Let's talk a little bit about touchstones, why, what they are, and what is it about them that you've been so drawn to? And, and, and what can we learn from them?
0: Well, I've always loved stones of any kind, and I'm fascinated that actually when I learned that people around the world are drawn to pick up stones, stupor stones, collect stones in their pockets. So uh, just any sort of stone, I think we're all drawn to things that help anchor us, ground us, you know, and make connections with things. And then I learned that touchstones in particular, back in ancient history, were smooth black stones that were marked with a streak of real gold and before the coins were invented, before people traded that way, um, stones were, uh, and, and there was bartering and all. But when people used gold and silver to trade, uh, to, in order to test the authenticity, they'd make a mark um, on a black stone with something they knew was real, and then when someone offered them something in trade, you know, they'd make a mark next to it, see if it, if they measured, if it measured up, and be able to test for authenticity. Well, I, I'm just fascinated with. You know that practice and how that how that worked—that you would carry around with you something that would really help help could help you to build wealth and make good decisions,
2: right? Right. And, and
0: you know, and the word touchstones now really means anything that is sort of holding—it stands for what's real and a criteria for what's really valuable in us or in anything in the world.
2: Yeah, it does. But you know, there is something interesting about the idea of holding a touchstone. Now you are holding a stone now. Um, I am. Yeah. And there's something fascinating that happens. I want to talk about it a little bit and talk about some of the stories. Um, you, you know, you've toured the country. And uh, you've got these incredible stories. And I wanted to ask you, before we go into it, a couple of particular ones. What have you learned from people? What, what is at the top of their list? What is on their minds? Mm.
0: Well, among the things, first, uh, people love to share their Mm -hmm. true stories. Just when we pause and we reflect and say, what's one, even one of our stories that reminds us of how valuable we are? That was the thing that I collected. I began to collect in that year when my husband and I lived in a motor motor, motor motorhome and traveled around the entire U.S., was, and I was talking about reading a a book that takes only five minutes to read that reminds us that we have strength. You were just talking about physical strength and, you know, of course, that inner strength in us, strength, beauty, courage, compassion, hope, joy, talent, imagination, reverence, wisdom, love, faith, and, and other things that are similar to that. But all this, you know, stuff we can't see with our eyes, but it's very real and it's the energy in us that just empowers us. It can really help us to survive things, thrive things, you know, be successful. Yeah. And um, in talking about that, it was just so exciting as I would read a little fairy tale, and then people would say, oh, I have a story. I have a story about a time. My book starts with a woman sharing. Um, the very first one I heard was a woman, very small. She was very short in stature. And she told me about how she knew she had strength, and she seemed very small. She was so soft spoken, and she told about years before when she had lived in India. She had um, there was a, during the monsoon season there had been a flood, and the, the story tells about how she actually rescued a dog. She mm-hmm. and her mother and seven-year-old son were at the on, the, on their rooftop while uh, the you know. Water had turned into kind of a river around their house, and a dog that she had befriended was on the on a uh, wall surrounding their house. And she just felt in that moment, I have to save that dog. She didn't even know how to swim, and it was getting dark. And she went down through the water, through her steps, pushed through just high water, and opened the door. You know, with great effort, went out and saved this dog. Repeated that process. And she said it was. she was amazed at not only the physical strength that came to her then, but even more than that, it was that strength of determination, perseverance. And she says whenever she feels small, you know, not good enough, not strong, weak, any of those things, just small in any ways, she remembers that. That's her touchstone for strength and really for other gifts. But she, you know, one time, well, and it doesn't have to be something so dramatic even as that. But any story that we have, when we sort of the best, the goal that's in us shines, you know, when we hold that in our minds and our hearts, that just helps us to be so empowered and remember, well, helps can help us to make good choices in the present moment.
2: So one of the things that I think are so important to talk about is, you know, what you've discovered in terms of where people are with hope and faith. And, you know, there are a number of stories that really talk to that, you know, quite a few actually, you know, really talk about, you know, this place that we're so capable of getting to, um, you know, where we can move beyond the despair of the moment. You know, what have you learned about hope and faith?
0: Oh, well, um, well, that they are, they are right there. They're right there within me. I think they're right there. I believe they're right there within all of us, I I do want to say that sometimes I want to share my experience even now after writing so many stories and collecting them. I'm not always able, very honestly, Pat, though, to immediately with a touchstone to shift to to a high place, a happy place, a place of confidence. But I do know that I can at least shift to a place of hope. We're really gently, you know, if I'm I'm experiencing some fear or some frustration, um, depression, sadness, that if I reach toward these gifts, probably the first one I'm going to open to is either, well, compassion, so that in the moment I just soften and practice some compassion, offer some compassion to myself. Just, you know, it's okay. Exactly what I'm experiencing now is okay. And then hope Is to trust what is unfolding. You know, just like the weather, this too shall pass. Just trust that there may even be meaning and blessing in what is. And of course, I have, you know, stories that do show that after time has passed, that, um, you know, it's it's one thing to say it, but of course, having a touchstone that uh, where I can hold it in my head and say, oh, wow, that was a big one. For example, near the end of my mom's life this mm-hmm. is one of my most powerful touchstones mm. is my mom uh, was dealing with leukemia and she was t- doing her best to be to stay strong and to really hopefully she hoped to be cured uh, well she she was not she had a good quality of life through it but when she got to the end of her life and she realized she was not getting better she had a shift she experienced a shift of, of letting go as you said uh, mentioned earlier, yeah. whenever we face something in that, let it, she let go, really, but not in a giving up kind of way, in just a softening, surrender way. And then she had many ahas. And she didn't really explain them, but she would say, I'd see her eyes light up. She prayed a lot. Every day near the end of her life, she, she used to be a real doer, but she would say to God, what would you have me learn today? What can I learn today? What can I see? And she was just shown things in her mind, in her heart, And she would say, oh, sometimes she'd just say, like, oh, she'd move her hands around like she was putting a puzzle together, and she'd say, it's all falling into place, Charlene. And I got the sense that the unanswered questions she had, confusions in her life, unresolved issues, she was seeing, you know, the meaning in things, and her faith was increased, and she died with so much peace. That is is a real powerful touchstone for my
2: hope and faith. Mm. It is really, it's a heartfelt story for a lot of reasons. You know, I think that, you know, there are many times, I think if you've had any kind of serious illness or have come close to those moments where you wondered about how much longer you might be here, I think there, there are interesting gifts that show up on your doorstep. And what I'm really struck by is how often, at least in my case, you, you get well and you forget you have a momentary lapse of something that goes on there so that we don't remember what the master key is. And when we come back, I would love for you to talk to us about the master key. What is it? And this is really kind of fascinating. I was so struck by reading about this when I got to that section. Of course, I looked in the table of contents and then I, I read, OK, master key. I went right there. And I honestly took a sigh of relief for for how you talk about this master key. We're going to tell everybody about it when we come back from great break right now. You know, this is really, really a cool book for those of you out there that love to be inspired, that love to take action. You know, Touchstone Stories for Living the 12 Gifts. We're going to talk about the master key when we come back and we're going to eh, we're going to share about a couple of other stories, though. The other one that I like in here, do it. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back with Charlene right here on The Dr. Pat Show. We'll be right back. if
3: you say the word, I could stay with you.
0: Hi, my name is Dr. Dane here from Access Consciousness. Are you a seeker, a dreamer, one of those people who's always known that there should be greater possibilities available but haven't yet been able to create it as your life? I'd like to help. Go to creatinggreaterpossibilities.com where there's a free video and audio series created especially for you. Once again, CreatingGreaterPossibilities.com. It's free, and it's designed to give you the actual tools that you need to create the life you've always been looking for. CreatingGreaterPossibilities.com.
1: Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason. He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports
0: injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website
3: is bellevue.wellness1.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellness1.net.
1: I've heard people say that too much of anything is not good for you, baby. But I don't know about that. Love is officially in the air. Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show is showing you love all year long, not just for Valentine's Day. Dr. Pat, known for her pay-it-forward manifesto, is now joined by the hosts on Transformation Talk Radio. I'm in love, baby, with Transformation Talk Radio. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Amazing host, incredible guest. Get your groove on. Feel the love, be the love. Blessing my soul, but what's wrong with me? I'm itching like a man on a fuzzy tree. My friends say I'm acting wild as a bug. I'm in love. I'm all shook up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my hands shake, my
2: knees are weak. It makes me want to shake like Elvis, Denny. Thank you so much. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Um, Charlene, before we uh, go ahead and talk about the Master Key, tell folks how they can find out more about you, how they can get a copy of your book.
0: Oh, I'd like to invite everyone to my visit my website, which um, is the well, the easiest way to get there. So you don't have to remember the spelling of my name, Charlene Costanzo. is simply the12gifts.com.
2: I love that. The 12 exactly. gifts. Okay, good. That's easy.
0: And um there's uh, there are tool, tips and tools for tapping into our gifts, um information about the books, a, f- a few videos. I especially there's a 4-minute little video that's based on my book The 12 Gifts for Healing that offers 12 blessings, just really beautiful soothing music and na- um nature scenes and these 12 blessings for anyone who is seeking healing of any sort. And uh the other the last thing I want to say about my the website is also um there's a place to sign up there. Uh, you can spot it easily to receive today's touchstone which you would get in your inbox I have emailed every day which is simply a short quote and followed by a little thought to start your day with a, you know, with the touchstone
2: for the day. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us here today. And what a, what a special gift. Let's take a minute. I went right to the section in your book on the master key. Zoomed. I went right there. And I was amazed to find out, but not surprised. I was amazed to find out how you describe the master key. I love for you to share that because you could have called this a whole lot of other things. Tell us what the master key is.
0: Uh, well, it was. I discovered it during my cancer healing journey. I, I realized that even though I had a lot of challenging challenges and discomfort at that time, and I was really also seeing how can I be walking my talk and be really using the twelve gifts every day as I had told thousands of people as I was traveling around the country there before visiting places saying these 12 gifts can help us no matter who we are what we're facing so then I'm I'm diagnosed with cancer stage 4 told there's no cure and I anyway I had to say can I walk my talk can I really go deeper into strength beauty or all of the all of the gifts and can they make a difference well especially can I, how can I experience joy in the midst of this? And I did learn during that time that even in the midst of, you know, depression, the confusion, the chemotherapy side effects, that I could get in touch with the joy in me because... Um, well, for, what led me to it was I, I was I would sit in my bed, spend a lot of time in my bed during that time resting, that at a certain time of day, the sun would pass through this crystal ball across from my bed and uh, reflect, refract the light and little rainbows would appear, magical little, like, rainbows on my walls, which reminded me that, you know, the mystery of life, the magical, wondrous things in life. But I, I also, that led me to realize that Really, at any time, I could pause and look around and tune into something that I felt gratitude for. You know, and sometimes it was something, you know, big. And sometimes I I think the key for it is to we have to be absolutely genuine and authentic with ourselves. It's not about a time. The key is not to say, oh, I'm going to count my blessings now. I should be grateful for this and that you know, any of that, no shouldness, but just truly what will bubble up in me as something I'm grateful for right now. And sometimes it was simply the pillows that I was resting my back against. But when I would focus on that and say, ah, mm. truly, I I have genuine appreciation for that right now. Mm. And there's something about, well, I guess, being present, being, t- being willing to be totally honest with ourselves not pushing for anything, just looking for where, where is my gratitude, where is the gratitude? Right. And it does come. It will come. I found it never failed me. It can be the, you know, I don't drink coffee anymore. I'm a tea drinker now, but the smell of coffee, you know, <laughs> um, it, it really anything. It, when we say, I'm truly grateful for this, and we express that gratitude, we open our hearts to it, a shift happens, the heart opens a little more. And before you know it, we know joy
2: I, I i was so struck by this and the way that you talked about the master key and then there are other stories in the book um that i that I found completely relatable and you know i've talked about gratitude before in the show as a matter of fact i'm getting ready to have Dr. John D martini back on again you know and john 's idea is he won't you know he doesn't really. Uh, he doesn't really talk about forgiveness. That's not something in his his, uh, vocabulary. He talks about gratitude, you know, and why it's important if we go to gratitude. You know, what are we forgiving? You know, are we forgiving ourselves? And so he begs the question, you know, how can we believe in non-judgment and how can we believe that there are no mistakes if we're forgiving all the time? And I would love to ask you your perspective on that you know, how forgiveness has worked for you or not?
0: You know, the way that I'm looking at forgiveness now is forgiving myself for all, for the limiting and kind of false beliefs that I somehow over the years bought into. I think that's what, you know, we make judgments about ourselves and others and hold on to things when really if I've learned, the more that I step back and say, well, what, what has caused me to close up about about this toward myself or someone else, you know, carrying a judgment? But if I go further and say, well, you know, I mean, it's really forgiving myself, not something that happened. It's because I'm the more we hold on to something that's small, we stay small.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Gosh, I'm feeling some frustration right now, and I'll tell you that I have to forgive myself for buying into the belief long ago that it that I it's possible to be perfect, and that I have to be perfect. Yes. See, that's an example of one of mine. I'm yes. a recovering perfectionist. Yes, I admit it, and um, it's a it's a, t- a thing ha- that hallelujah. I have to practice. How I practice compassion about all the time. It's like, there you go again, Charlene. Right. Nobody told me, no my parents, no one ever said, You have to be perfect. But somewhere I'm the one who somehow misinterpreted some things and put a groove into my like a recording in me that gotta be perfect, gotta be a little misperfect. <laughs> and so I catch myself now and it's it's actually fun the more I try to practice it to say where, oh yeah, there it is, somewhere I just misinterpreted. And so right now I'm going to just put my arms around myself literally or figuratively and forgive myself for buying into that.
2: I think that's a great, I, I, I love that you brought that up. Because it is a frustration that we're always trying to figure out if we're doing things right or if we're trying to please somebody. I wanted to ask you about the gifts. And one of the things I saw in, in some of the material that I, uh, that I read uh, to prepare for this is, you know, this idea of having the gifts and living the gifts. And, and the question then came up about, you know, people that do really horrible, horrible things, right? Like, uh Ugh. Really horrible things. And I wanted to ask you, you know, how do we talk about them? I get asked this question a lot, Charlene. You know, I get asked the question about, um, you know, Dr. Pat, you know, what do you, th- what do you think about the atrocity that happened, you know, in Connecticut? You know, how do you find the gifts in that? You know, how do people go for, to gratitude? And I'll tell you what I was really shocked by, the parents in the community that have come forth. And have talked about the gifts and the gratitude, don't you find that fascinating? Oh absolutely, and I
0: do think well, for one thing i'd not that I want to jump over, just skip over turn you know turn away from what's happened in the physical world in the real world that has where there's been. Uh, you know, destruction, damage, I mean, the taking of lives, I mean, horror. There are some things that are truly so hard for us to bear in our hearts, our minds. How, what I do though is, you know, I like to watch and see what happens, and it is amazing how people, in the midst of all, um, tragedies, there are things that come to the surface. I would admit not in everyone. And as far as people who commit those things, I just, I really see them as deeply troubled. But I do believe that in everyone, no matter what anyone has done, the gifts are present. It's just that somewhere, talk about having made, um, we all make some limiting and false beliefs. We close up to things. Some people, I think, have just shut the door. I think it's possible to open again, but somehow, you know, they've been so damaged, wounded, something that, um, you know, they're they're not acting, they're not using these gifts, certainly, in the way they're acting in life. Right. But in the aftermath of the people who, who experience them, often there is such beauty and courage and, uh, uh, you know, love and compassion. And those are the stories. I like to focus on that. That's what leads me, well, it reminds me, how do I want to live each right. day?
2: Right. Well, and, you know... And, Part of this is also having something to remind us, and I want to talk to you when we come back from break, and how we might use the touchstones in our lives to remind us of the gift that we truly are—the essence, as we said before, the essence that is truly us. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. We're talking about touchstones. Uh, Charlene uh, Costanzo is joining us here today. We'll be right back.
1: I'm proud
3: to say this. Welcome to Sisters Talk Radio. Awaken the feminine power that glows in your heart. There are just certain heart-to-heart conversations you can only have with your sisters. The conversations you crave when you need to reconnect. Mona and Savitri explore our feminine power as they look at headline topics and what women are talking about. Join us on Sisters Talk Radio, Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific and 5 p.m. Eastern, only on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in to the Michelle Bond Show, Awaken to a New Reality, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. This
0: call-in show with Vedic astrologer, expert, and holistic health practitioner, Michelle Bond, will give you insight to a wide range of topics. This hit show provides healthy, empowering knowledge and information and restores your health and well-being through learning
2: the latest complementary and alternative medicine modalities. Visit the TheMichelleBondShow.com. We are giving birth today. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to ask that you submit a short story to make a difference in someone's life, someone that you care about, someone who could benefit from the care that Wellness One provides. And for that person, Wellness One is going to donate their services not just to one person but to several people over time this decision will be based on the heartfelt sharing of what you write on what you say that that individual needs they won't be sharing this story with anyone it will be completely confidential dr Thane, i would love for you to let folks know the best way to submit their story
0: Go ahead and send it to my email. It can be Dr. Stenis, D-R-T is Tom, H-A-I-N is Nancy, at wellness1,
1: that's W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S-O-N-E dot net.
2: Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomentoday.com. That's VoicesOfWomentoday.com.
1: hey
2: everyone welcome back elvis is in the house (laughs) he has not left the hotel he's right here with us elvis will always be with me benny Always with me. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. As I said before, go to thedrpacho.com or go to transformationtalkradio.com. You know, Charlene, uh, we're going to share a little bit about uh, the gifts, but before we do, please give people your website one more time.
0: The12gifts.com, and you can use either the numeral or the word 12. And please, please um, visit there, and I hope you'll sign up for to receive today's touchstone.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Let's talk about gifts and, you know, summarizing for today. And I know you've got a couple of things to share that are really cool uh, from your previous book. So, you know, let's talk about what the wish is, what the vision is.
0: You know, what I'd really most like to do is share the heart of the message from the first book of the five, The Twelve Gifts of Birth. It's a story that I wrote for my own daughters when they were teenagers and then I worked, oh, tried again and again and again to get it published, could not get an author agent, eventually self-published, then it got picked up by HarperCollins and it has, it's approaching, it sold about three um, quarters of a million copies. It's a powerful little book. What I really want to share, as I said, the heart of the message is this. At the wondrous moment you were born, as you took your first breath, a great celebration was held in the heavens, and 12 magnificent gifts were granted to you. The first gift is strength. May you remember to call upon it whenever you need it. The second gift is beauty. May your deeds reflect its depth. The third gift is courage. May you speak and act with confidence and use courage to follow your own path. The fourth gift is compassion. May you be gentle with yourself and others. May you forgive those who hurt you and yourself when you make mistakes. The fifth gift is hope. Through each passage and season, may you trust the goodness of life. The sixth gift is joy. May it keep your heart open and filled with light. The seventh gift is talent. May you discover your own special abilities and contribute them toward a better world. The eighth is imagination. May it nourish your visions and dreams. The ninth gift is reverence. May you appreciate the wonder that you are and the miracle of all creation. The tenth gift is wisdom. Guiding your way, wisdom will lead you through knowledge to understanding. May you hear its soft voice. The eleventh gift is love. It will grow each time you give it away and the twelfth gift is faith may you believe
2: mm. one of the things that i'm struck by in listening uh, to you and and of course being reminded of the gifts and that amazing book is you know i wanted to ask you what would what was it like writing that book you know how did those gifts come to you charlene um.
0: Such a labor of love. And mm-hmm. actually, it, I did not work to think of it. Yes. It just, this did just come to me. I like mean, I, I woke up one morning with the, having this dream of, uh, oh, a castle and fairy tale. You know, you wake up and you kind of have a dream, but it's kind of fuzzy. But I knew I remembered these use, and I wrote it as, as quickly as I could to just get little pieces of it and made a little hand-sewn book for my daughters. And then I I realized, I wished I had been reading it to them, telling them this from the time they were born and they were ready to go off to college, you know. But I realized, Pat, I need to hear things like this every day, whether it's in this form or something like it. I think we all do, just like we need vitamins and minerals, you know, we need food for our bodies, we need food for our souls. And I find I I need to be reminded that I have strength, you know, we, we
2: all have these inner strengths. Yes, we do. We do need to be reminded, I think, too you know, because, you know, our lives bring a certain pathway, uh, you know, to us. We we step one foot in front of the other. And sometimes I, I like to just simply think about this for myself. You know, we go down a pathway or a roadway that really is not in support of our destiny and, and our, our, our purpose. And sometimes we get a gentle nudge to get back on. Other times it's It's more drastic than that. But I love these gifts because if we remember them, you know, we will remember that there are no wrong roads. You know, there are no mistakes. There are no cruel, harsh life lessons from a mean entity, whatever you call it. And I think that's, that's so important in what you just shared. Mm -hmm. Oh,
0: I agree. And I wanted to share that since i first wrote that that led me my journey very much in the, trying to learn more and more about the inner these inner gifts resources values whatever you want to call them um most recently, more and more, I'm saying to myself, well, how? Okay, it's so, we all know it's powerful to have the intention. We want to intend to open. We're willing to open. But how do we do that? So that's why I'm collecting touchstones now, because I've learned that how we do it. We're physical beings. You know, we want to use our head, our heart, right. but in the physical world, we need anchoring activities that help move us forward with our intentions. Right. And so by having little rituals, by using affirmations, by using, you know, the cards like the prosperity cards you open, holding a stone, and, and stories, holding stories that, that demonstrate the gifts are one of many kinds of touchstones. You know, playing music that Yes that stirs a particular thing in us, but I think each and every day, I know for myself, I want to be knowing you know getting more answers to the how do we do it, but also you know we're hearing a lot about the big shift that is happening you know in, in hopefully is happening in, in our in our world that we are coming to um a kind of a shift in consciousness, greater awareness of who we are and that we're all connected. And I think how we get there is every day. To go for those little shifts in ourselves, I don't know about you, but I noticed, you referred to this earlier, I think you said, we have these aha, something happens, but then we kind of forget again, we yeah. have to be reminded. Yes. Well, throughout the day, it's I don't fall asleep, like literally fall asleep, but I kind of slip back into autopilot again or something. I'm not as awake and conscious and aware. So I, I know I'm trying to throughout the day you saying, well, how do I stay in the moment? How do I stay as authentic as I can be? And how I do that is, for me, is um, really by using the gifts, trying to have a remember, be compassionate. Sometimes just reciting each word has right. power. Yes. Just saying those words, they have power. Strength, beauty, courage, compassion. Asking myself, what gift might best really help me now? wisdom answers for us. Wisdom will tell us, and, and the answer might be wisdom, but sometimes, you know, it's hope or compassion. But I encourage you to try it and ask that question sometime when you're just, especially if in the midst of some uncertainty or hurt, what right. gift might best help me now? And see what comes up in consciousness.
2: You know, and that's really the key to this, because so often we, we forget how powerful we actually are. You know, how difficult, it, you know, we make things seem and just reciting those words, which are an enormous vibration, right? Just enormous vibration. You know, what happens with that is just so beautiful. Just so very beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us here today. And if you would, uh, please, one more time, uh, let everyone know how they can find out more about you, how they could get a copy of, of your books. Uh, and thank you.
0: Oh, thank you again for the opportunity, and I encourage people to support their favorite local bookseller or, of course, look online and uh, to check out all my books and more of my how-to, my tips and tools, at the12gifts.com.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much. It's been a great, great show, and um, thank you so much for joining us on the show Last question. Well, you
0: are most welcome. I hope to uh, join you again after my next book.
2: I would love to have you back. Last question. What's your personal message? What would you love to leave us with here?
0: Oh, remember how valuable you are. And if you ever forget, for the times you forget, think of how a plain old stone, when it's tumbled and polished, it becomes a beautiful polished stone. And sometimes it's life. It's how we stumble and tumble in life that brings out our beauty
2: all right thank you so much hey everyone we're going to take a short break we'll be right back with the dr pat show
1: i've heard people say that too much of anything is not good for you, baby but i don't know about that love is officially in the air Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show is showing you love all year long, not just for Valentine's Day. Dr. Pat, known for her pay-it-forward manifesto, is now joined by the hosts on Transformation Talk Radio. I'm in love, baby, with Transformation Talk Radio. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Amazing host, incredible guest. Get your groove on Feel the love, be the love. There's a great hunger in this world for new lines of thought. Because everywhere you look, they say that joy can just be bought. So please come and set aside some time to relax from frenetic. Transform your life. It takes a while, but results are magnetic. We aim to grasp the best in life and track the ways we grew. The how, the why, the what, wherefore, all this we share and do. But every now and then, we hope that you will share right back. Transformation Talk Radio wants you to hop on track. So calling all hosts, tall and small, of every size and hue, there's nobody we'd rather have to tell your tale than you. And if you have a tale to tell of how your life is changing, we'd love to hear you on the line say how you're rearranging. So run, don't walk, to call us now. We'll set you up and show you how.
2: Hi, this is Dr. Pat. Join our radio family. Send us an email, host at or call 1-800-930-2819. Host your own show. Let us help you bring your voice to the world.